We're asking for numbers. Mm-hmm. We don't count partners any more than we count salvations yeah. so that we can wave that around. That's not the point. Yeah. The point is a healthy movement as it grows mm-hmm. knows what's going on with itself. Yep. Right. And so those partners are really meant to serve the movement. How can we empower all of the first party leadership yes. on every level yep. where we know what we're looking for when it comes to people being involved with first priority, mm-hmm. human beings. Yeah. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Hello everybody, welcome to the First Priority Podcast. My name is Brad Skelling and I'm here with Steve Cherico once again. What's up everybody? How's it going Cherico? Good man, good, you? I'm doing well. The fall is upon us. Club trainings are happening all over the country. I have 45 kids in Kansas City last you're, weekend. You're wearing a great shirt, but it's the spring shirt, not the fall shirt. I've got the fall on. Is it the color? It is. This is a spring. Blue is a spring color? It is a spring color. Ah. I don't know what to say about that. Well, you know, there, we'll get you a green one or an earthy tone one for, uh, for the fall. Earthy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, like Halloween, not Halloween, Thanksgiving. Halloween, really? Thanksgiving, fall, fall fests? Fall, Come on, man. Keep up. Orange. All right. Do you all see what I'm dealing with here? I'm not working with a lot. Somebody who doesn't have his head in the ground, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm not working with a lot. <laughs> what do we got going on? Not a lot. Evidently. Announcements? <laughs> Announcements? Come on, yeah, talk to me. What do we got? Let's go. Uh, early bird registration for the fall conference Which is I can't wait for. Over. It's over. Early bird registration is. Dang. So if you have not registered for fall conference and are planning to attend, now is the time for regular registration. Uh, Go to firstparty.club slash events and uh, fill out the form and you can go there. You got a couple options. If you want to come a day early, stay a day late, you can add a hotel room on while you're here in Nashville and uh, bring your team with you, bring some volunteers with you, whoever you want. We got some great people, got several new faces on the list already registered. So there's great golf time. in Nashville. If you're a golfer, come early, stay late and go golf. It's going to be beautiful. That this time golf, of year. regular golf. Well, I'm not both. Sure what you're talking about both. Here. Yeah, both. Okay. We're going to play both. Oh, you're going to play both. I will play both those days. <laughs> those are promises. I don't think you can keep. Yes, I can. <laughs> come on. Uh, I will for sure throw discs that day. Yeah. Yep. I will watch my microphone drop. <laughs> I'm not sure what's awesome. going on with that. That was awesome. We're all just going to leave it there. Uh, I hope a few people are watching the vidcast as well. If we're making <laughs> if we're making promises, I'll head to the game terminal terminal and play bags with somebody. Oh, will you? Yeah. All right. That's a, always a good time. Get some Let's free Pac Man in, free NBA Jam. I like it. It's a good time. I like it. Mm-hmm. So, our buddy Jeffrey in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. In the downtown district, they have a, a place there called 1984. Yeah. Which is all the arcades, pinball, all Old that, school. right? It's mm-hmm. right next to Justice's campus, like a mile and a half away. Really? It's so cool. Those are up and coming. Are they? A lot of them all. Yeah, I'm seeing them all over the place. This place was a arcade up top and a billiard place downstairs, okay. and it was rocking. That's awesome. Yeah, it was super cool. Game terminal's rocking, too. It's, it's is it? here in Nashville. I've not yeah. been there yet. Oh, yeah. Like it. Well, yeah. some people get to enjoy it during National Conference. Mm-hmm. If you want. If you want. That's an extra. Yep. We're not actually doing that. Oh, no. That conference. Just but. adding it. Yeah. If you come a day early. Let me or know. stay a day late. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sweet. Got it. Any other announcements? Yeah, this is the month of See at the Pole. Okay. So hopefully those of us who are listening to this, part of this, mm-hmm. are preparing 
our students to lead on September 27th. Yep. We had a club training the other day and realized that because that club meets on Mondays, mm -hmm. that See at the Pole is actually uh, right after their invite week. Okay. The way it's set. Yeah. So they are going to be able to use invite week and then invite people to come back to that morning time of prayer and worship and just 30 minutes of seeking nice. God together. So nice. they're pretty stoked. That is fun. Calendar set tends to serve the club if you just look at it. So September 27, 27, Wednesday morning, generally 30 minutes before school starts, generally as the buses are pulling up. Yep. So gather some friends, make an announcement and student led prayer around the flagpole in front of your school for the school administration, for your teachers, for safety, for the students. And the Epic Guide has a guide this year yeah. in it for C at the pole, yep. which is a great some resource. And some QR codes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Check it out. And the Epic Foundations. Tab. Yep. Sweet. What are we talking about today, Steve? Man, we have been navigating a relationship for a long relationship, a discussion for a long time about relationships. Yep. Specifically, what does it mean for someone to be a partner? Yeah. Are they a partner church? Are they, you know, like what are they? And so you and your team, thankfully, yeah. put together a document which has taken all of that language we've been circling around in our brains mm -hmm. and out loud for a long time. Mm -hmm. And put into a one-pager. I like it. So let's go through that one-pager together. Are you going to stick that one-pager or the hyperlink to it yeah, in the notes? It, we can put it in the notes. That would be great. Uh, get a link to that so you can go check this out. Um, a little bit of history. You know, we've we've talked local church engaged forever, right? That's our core value. It's what we do as a ministry. Uh, it's, it's who we claim to be. Yep. But as we started to track, actually track that number, right? We, we track clubs, we track decisions, student leaders, but church partnerships hasn't been a number we've actually tracked. Yep. Right? We've talked about it. We talk about we've it. We've guesstimated it. But how many churches are really are we partnered with in things? So we started that in December. Good. 22 and uh it brought up conversation. You say our team wrote it. It's like okay, we're tracking this number. What does it mean to be a partner? Somebody says, "Hey, we're going to pray for you." Are they a partner? Or do they have to have volunteers? What does this mean? And there's the the conversation went for a while. And yeah, really the 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 new district staff came up with this document. And what does it look like to partner? And a little bit too, it's not just what does it look like to partner, but how do you build a partnership with first priority? Because we've all heard the four P's, pray, participate, promote, and provide, right? Those are the things that we want a partner to do. And that's still true. But we're today going to walk through a little bit of, you know, just building a relationship with a church to the point of partnership and even beyond that. So, yeah, and you picked on the districts. I'll pick on the chapters just for a minute because mm -hmm. the chapters the one I've been discussing for 20 some odd years yeah. before districts laid. And you've got multiple former chapter leaders mm -hmm. or directors that are now district directors. Yeah. And so you've got this lay of the land of many, many years of discussion. And then you've got the new view from the directors who've only been around for 12 to 18 months going, hey, we've heard your language. Yeah. Let's put it into play. So go ahead and jump in. Well, and the thing I like about that, and and I say the new, and I agree with you. Every, no, no, we've yeah. We've all been having this conversation, but I feel like this brought it back to just everyday English. It's Good. not all of our, we don't, I don't know that we have a lot of churchy language, but we definitely have first priority language. Yeah, we do. And so it took it out of that first priority language because there was a bunch of new people walking around saying, hey, well, how do we define a church partnership? And they just put it in 
language. So, which the first one is to connect, mm -hmm. right? State the obvious. How do you build a partnership with a local church? You meet with them. <laughs> you have a meeting. You walk up and shake their How hand. How much more simple can you get than exactly. connect with somebody and have a meeting, make contact, whether it's a phone call, swinging by the office. It's, again, it's stuff we've talked about for 25 years that this, if you want to connect and have a partnership with a church, you actually have to go to the church. Well, and our team talked about this yesterday in our L10 slash team meeting that we have each week. And mm -hmm. one of the things that we said to our, or that I say to our guys over and over again is we're not posting. Yeah. I'm not just hitting them with an email. I'm not just showing up and leaving a card. Yeah. I'm not really connected until I'm interacting. Yeah. Right. There's got mm -hmm. to be some sort of response. Even the response is, I don't think I'm you. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I want to do anything with you. Well, yeah. at that point, at least we're connected and we know who we are. Yeah. And you might find that you are wanting to be connected, even if you're not me, because I may provide something that you don't currently have. Yeah. Right. So it's a connection to me is a conversation. It is. And well, in the document talks about um, understanding like the, the church leader or the parent or the elder or whoever you're talking to um, understands first priority. You get to understand the church and have that kindred spirit, yep. that mutual agreement that, hey, we are brothers and sisters in Christ Yep. Um, because we are unapologetically a, a, a missional community. We are. Right. And not all churches good, bad, or otherwise, whatever it is, aren't all missional communities. Some of them are more fellowship or worship, or they have, I always go through the purpose-driven church thing that, yep. you know, discipleship, they yep. focus more on different parts and aspects of Christianity. And yeah, we're not all of those other things. We are very missional. And so do we connect? And it's not just lunch, but it's also on a spiritual level. It's good. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which leads us to the next part. Yep of a church partner, which is, are they engaged? Are they engaged? Is yep. there constructive movement towards partnership? So we're both missional. We both want to see students come to know Jesus. And let's begin engaging each other in that conversation. What does it look like for first priority and the church to walk together into the school and go form a lighthouse in a classroom somewhere? Yeah. When you say the church, one of the things that we talk about is the church participating, right? Yeah. When you have to then break it down that the church is people, not a building, not an right. organization, yep. right? Mm -hmm. How is the church participating? Do they have a teacher who goes to church there mm -hmm. who has said, oh my goodness, I'm going to be that faculty sponsor, right? Yeah. Well, then the church is engaged. That's right. They're participating. That's right. Do they have a group of students, even if they've never done a training inside their youth group on a Wednesday night, mm -hmm. right? Which happens a lot. It does but they've been to the club and they've participated in the training on the club level yep. and they're from such and such. Well, that, that church is engaged. It's yeah. the people that are engaged. Yep. And so they're participating in the actual movement. That's right. And you're seeing that, that engagement happen. Um, obviously it's cool if the church takes it as far as saying, Hey, we're going to commission our students on a Sunday morning. There's yeah. five student leaders that are going into their school, yeah. their mission field yeah. and being a missionary right? Use that language. So people kind of get that concept of, Hey, I'm not going to India. I'm going to the school. It's both of them are mission fields. Both of them, if you look at stats are needing the gospel. Yeah, yeah. Needing the gospel. And You're so right. commission those students participate in that way. Um, and yeah, see, see if there is constructive movement. I will say to our, our first priority folk as well, if, if there seems to be 
a kindred spirit, but you're not getting that engagement, there are some things that you can offer to the church to help flame that fire or whatever. Fan that, Fan flame. that flame. There you go. Thank you. You were on the right track. That was the most help you've given to me all year. You're welcome. Keep going. <laughs> to fan that flame is to um, teach the students, offer to, you know, hey, you mentioned youth group. They haven't all been trained, but we could train them about what is their their Christian testimony. What is their witness? Many students yeah. who have attended church haven't um, done that. They haven't brought clarity. Writing brings clarity to what their story is. Yep. And so offer that to the church to say, hey, we could fan this flame. You're not getting a lot of interest. You're interested, youth pastor, or you're interested, parent, but these kids don't see it, or the youth pastor doesn't see it, or somebody else doesn't see mm -hmm. it. Offer to go into that church and to fan that flame by training students how to share their story and training students how to share God's story. Because again, we train students at the beginning of the school year um, how to do the epic cycle, how to do first priority, but also what is the gospel? Because just because you're a church kid doesn't mean you're following Jesus. So we can train you on God's story and on their story. And maybe there's some more constructive movement, some flames that have been fanned um, to start some clubs. <laughs> So defining, let's go back through it, right? A yeah. church partner is connected. They're connected. A church partner is engaged. They are. And then a church partner is? Partnered. Partnered. Walk through that because you're using the word in the definition. So walk us through it. Well, this is where, you know, clubs are starting. The, the go. tangible gospel movement is happening in a school where it's not just a conversation anymore. It's not just idea. It's not even training but it is actually students. The words of Jesus are coming out of the mouths mm. of students, right? Uh, again, many church kids, me growing up, the words of Jesus didn't come out of my mouth because nobody ever asked me to. They asked me to come to youth group. They asked me to come to church. Yep. But they never told me to go and speak that the name of Jesus. Yeah, that's in Bible verses, but I'll get off my soapbox and say, yeah, these students are starting clubs whether it's a teacher sponsor from your church or the yeah. club coach is there or you're commissioning students, whatever that looks like, you are partnering with a first priority club and promoting that in the ranks of your, whether it's on a student ministry level, the whole church level, on a, on a gospel mission field level, or all three. That's that's moving forward. Yeah, and you you took what I was going to say, which is Good. the the beauty of thanks the beauty of partnered is that it it could be as grand mm -hmm. for us as the senior pastor standing on and taking pulpit time and saying yeah. our students are missionaries on campus. Here's where it's going on. You need to be praying for them, right? That's a grand moment for us as a partnered organization to a local church. It is. But just as grand as a group of students who come into Wednesday night and they can't stop talking about what's going on with First Priority in their club mm -hmm. and what God is doing on their campus because the club is active and alive and vibrant and engaged, right? Yeah. So the, the partnered moment is really, it's got great traction on both sides of the wheel. Yep. Yep. And... And there's a level deeper too. And it, what you just said made me think about my experience as a campus coach. I was all in, obviously. I wouldn't be sitting here 15 years later if I wasn't all yeah, in correct. as a youth pastor, uh, coaching at different schools through the years, 
uh, encouraging my students to go be club leaders wherever they are. I had 16 different schools represented in my youth ministry. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't be everywhere, but I could encourage my students to go participate in that club with, mm -hmm. well, Steve happened to be the guy down the road and yeah. wherever that might be. Um, but we never got to the point of where first priority was adopted by the church, which is the last thing that we talk about yep. that, hey, we saw students. And I again, this whole line of thinking being adopted makes me think of South Tampa Fellowship, where they have students coming to know Jesus. They're, they're bought in. Their ministry is around it. Their kids are engaged in it. Their youth pastors have, have ownership of it. Yeah. And they see students come back to their church get baptized, families begin to join their church because there's something that's different in their teenager and they want to know what that is. And the whole church just adopts this to say, hey, this is this is us. This hmm. is who we are. We are missional. South Tampa is a great example anyway, because they are missional. They, yeah. they love to be part of the community, whatever level they are in. And yeah, first priority just happens to, happens to be that legacy in the student evangelism spoke of their wheel. That's, hey, this is the legacy we're leaving. So connected, engaged, partnered, and adopted. Yep. And then repeat. Then repeat. As a staff member, that is that is the process to get. Obviously, adopted isn't a, a three-month process. No, correct. That's a three-year or more yep. process, yep. right? But yeah, just to continue to do that. Um, this sheet that's attached you and I have said this to our each other and even to our staff. This is a little bit more of a, an internal staff sheet. It's not something that you're going to go lay in front of a pastor to say, hey, right now we're connecting, but pretty soon I want you to engage me yeah. on this. Yeah, it, correct. Know, it's not something you're, it's not your sales pitch. Correct. I think the P's still are that. We want pray, participate, promote, provide. That's, you know, a good ask for the church leaders that are out there. Yeah. Um, but this is a sheet that's helped our staff bring clarity to, to that third point. What does it mean to partner? When, when Brad and Steve ask for that number, number of churches partnered with us, they're actively participating. They're part of the clubs and they're, they're right there with us. When you're three are Brad, Steve, Shane, when those three ask for that yeah. number, that's really yeah. what you're in. So I, I have a, I have kind of a final thought on the whole partnership thing, which is we're asking for numbers. Mm -hmm. We don't count partners any more than we count salvations yeah. so that we can wave that around. That's not the point. Yeah. The point is a healthy organization as it grows, a healthy movement. Let's even remove organization. A healthy movement as it grows mm -hmm. knows what's going on with itself. Yep. Right. And so those partners are really meant to serve the movement, yep. not so that you can wave them around. And so yeah. if you look at this document, and you think, oh gosh, this is just another way that people are counting things. That's really not the point. The point was, how can we empower all of the first party leadership yes. on every level yep. with united language yep. where we know what we're looking for when it comes to people being involved with first priority, mm -hmm. human beings, yeah. which make up the local church. Yeah. And so this document is a great summation where, as you said, the language we use when we have an ask with the peace yep. is in there. Yep. But it gives us a great summation of, oh, now I can see one of the one of the guys who is not one of my district guys, but is in a new district. Right. He and I were talking the other day about something else. And he said, OK, how do I define a partner? Mm. I said, well, open that back up. That's right. When you get them too engaged, you've yep. now got a partner. Yep. And now you know how you have to work them down the system. That's right. right. It was super easy to say, 
You don't need me to define that. It's now defined for you, Yeah, which is healthy for his organization to know that. Well, it's healthy for us as an organization too. Again, we've trained people for 25 years to go partner with the local church, yep. but we've never written it down on a piece of paper before yep. and said, this is what it is. Yep. And so we want it to be repeatable. We don't want it to take another 25 years to start another 900 schools, right? Correct. We want to start 900 schools in a year yep. eventually. Yep. And Correct. so in order to do that, we need to have these things written down and to say, here's what you do. Yep. Go repeat that. It's been done already. Yep. We'd love to have two churches around every school or whatever that number is in yep. your area. Yep. And uh, yeah, wake, every, wake up every day thinking about this. Well, this is one of those, for those of you who do listen on a regular basis, boy, that came through strong. Sorry about that. This is one of those that those of you who are on this on a regular basis, mm -hmm. it's probably a good idea for you to look at the document mm -hmm. and then give us some feedback yeah. on the pod bean or podcast, wherever you are listening, watching, uh, it would be a good idea for you to hit us back a little bit. Cause there's probably some comments in here and some, even some things. And we've gotten some as we created the document, right? Where it's like, Hey, I see that this way. That's great. Yeah. It's great that you do. Does it stay within those lines? If it does, Great. Go for it. Right. Yeah, if it doesn't, right. let's talk it through on why it doesn't. Because right. um, this document's been a living document in people's heads for 25 years. Now it's on a piece of paper. It's still mm -hmm. a living document. Mm -hmm. I agree. Cool. Good conversation, Steve. Well done, Brad. Thanks for hitting record. I appreciate you. I appreciate you as well. A little office humor there for us. Thank you. That will go left unsaid. Yep. So... To our listening audience, thanks for being a part of First Priority. Uh, thanks for partnering with the local church and uh, building the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. Until next week. Until next week. See you. Later. Later.